the Australian Rotary Health podcast called The Research Behind Lift the Lid. I'm Jessica Gruper and today on episode 54, I will be having a chat with Dr. Bianca Kavanagh from Deakin University. Bianca was awarded an Ian Scott PhD scholarship from Australian Rotary Health from 2018 to 2020 for her project Personality Disorder as a moderator of Psychiatric Clinical Outcomes. Bianca is an Associate Research Fellow at IMPACT, where she has been working since 2016. During her time at IMPACT, she has had the opportunity to work across several mental health clinical trials and an ongoing population-based cohort study known as the Geelong Osteoporosis Study. Bianca is interested in researching personality disorder, its co-occurrence with mental and physical illnesses and associated outcomes. So welcome to the podcast today, Bianca. How's everything been going for you lately? Thanks so much for having me. Uh, Yeah, really well, thank you. Um, It's our first day out of lockdown today in regional Victoria, so that's something, but feeling Oh, wow, that that must feel really nice being out of lockdown. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, Yeah, Yeah. Hopefully we'll have some nice weather this weekend and we can do something. Oh, lovely. Yeah, yeah, we're hoping here in New South Wales that things will start to, to lift as well here. So, yeah, yeah, I hope we'll, yeah we'll get there eventually. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I guess, it, yeah, it was only recently that you completed your PhD. So I guess, firstly, congratulations. That must be such a huge achievement for you. Thank you. Yeah, it's really exciting to be um, completed now. It was, yeah, an interesting um, but, yeah, challenging couple of years. So it's nice to be on the other side of that now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and I'm really looking forward to hearing all about your PhD work and, and getting into that. But I guess before we, um, yeah, get all into that, uh, what kind of work have you been doing since then? Yeah, um, since I completed my PhD, um, I've been working as a postdoctoral research fellow. Um, so I'm still at IMPACT, uh, which is located within Deakin. Um, so still uh, in the same research group where I completed my PhD. So I've been very fortunate in that respect. Um, so still working alongside, alongside some really um, amazing colleagues. Uh, I guess the only real thing that's changed for me is that um, I've moved down to Warrnambool, which is uh, my hometown. So I'm still, yeah, based out of Deakin and Impact, but um, in a different location now. So it's, yeah, it's nice to be down here again. Yeah. Oh, and that sounds really great. And yeah. Um... Yeah, um, I guess, yeah, on, on this podcast, uh, we, we mostly hear about, you know, very common kind of disorders like um, depression and anxiety. And this is probably the first time that we've had someone on the podcast um, to talk about personality disorders. So I don't know if many people know much about personality disorders. And maybe for those who don't know, um, could you perhaps tell us um, how they might be different to other types of mental health disorders? Yeah, sure. So uh, personality disorders are um, common disorders, but as you said, they're not uh, probably as well known as uh, mental health conditions such as depression and anxiety. Um, And that could be because personality disorders are not very well defined and they haven't had as much research attention as some other mental health conditions. But essentially what our personality disorders are, um, it's when somebody has difficulty with their thoughts, feelings and behaviours. And this can affect someone's ability to have um, stable and cohesive representations of themselves and other people, um, having cooperative relationships with other people, 
um, difficulty with their sense of identity and difficulty managing their feelings. Um, and this can tend to lead to behavioural problems that might be used to try and manage those feelings. Um, and these things are stable across time and across uh, different situations as well. Um, so as I mentioned, they are common and they do tend to occur alongside other mental health conditions such as depression and anxiety. But um, yeah, unfortunately, they're not quite as um, well recognised as some other mental health conditions are. Yeah, yeah, well, thanks. Thanks for providing that. Yeah, sort of background information about personality disorders. I'm sure that, um, yeah, will be helpful for people to know and maybe even break down some of the stigma that might be attached to it as well. Um, yeah, so your, your PhD was looking at personality disorders as a moderator for psychiatric clinical outcomes. Um, do you want to tell us a bit about what this project was about and, and maybe some of the main aims? Yeah, sure. So um, originally my PhD project was uh, looking at personality disorder as a moderator. Once I got started, I really felt it was important to look at it as a predictor of health outcomes. So it did change a little bit in that respect, but the aims were still pretty much the same. Um, so overall, my aims were to look at personality disorder and how it might affect a range of different health outcomes, um, including quality of life and health service utilisation, um, how it can affect treatment outcomes in relation to symptom um, burden, and uh, how it might affect someone's functioning in their day-to-day -day life. Um, so to do this, I, uh, I contributed to a range of different studies. Um, so the main one was a longitudinal population-based study. Um, I also looked at some clinical trials and completed an, uh, an evidence synthesis project. So it was a multi-method study to um, understand these different health outcomes. Hmm. Yeah, it sounds like um, you, you might have found some, some interesting findings out, out of those different um, studies. Uh, can you maybe perhaps tell us about some of the main findings? Yeah, sure. So um, in relation to the, the population-based study that I contributed to, um, in that study, I was looking at our health service utilisation and quality of life. Um, so I looked at uh, different aspects of quality of life, so social, um, environmental and psychological quality of life. Um, and we found that compared to other mental health conditions, others with a personality disorder did tend to have poorer quality of life. Um, so some of the suggestions of that are that um, psychologists should really be aware of personality disorder um, and pay special attention to those that have personality disorder because they do tend to have um, difficulty in relation to how they think and feel um, and difficulty with their well-being. Mm -hmm. uh, we also found that uh, health service utilisation tended to be increased for those with personality disorder um, in comparison to those with other mental health conditions. Um, so in areas, in, in health areas such as um, general practitioner offices, uh, dentistry and allied health, they do tend to use those services a little bit more than people with other, than, than people with other mental health conditions. Um, so some suggestions of that work is that uh, health providers in general should be um, across what personality disorder is and some of the effects of personality disorder in relation to health service use. Um, and it's been really great to, to see that uh, disorders like depression and anxiety are becoming uh, really well recognised across the board um, and they're being picked up in um, settings such as GPs, GPs offices, uh, but it would be really great if that could be extended to um, include people with personality disorder as well. Um, in relation to some of the clinical trials that I worked on, uh, I found that uh, there wasn't any um, significant differences in treatment outcomes between those with personality disorders and mood disorders, which is um, 
it's a really good finding because in the past, uh, people with personality disorder have tended to be excluded from research studies. Um, so this really showed that they should be included and that it should be assessed uh, so that people with personality disorder might uh, be able to find uh, more novel treatments and newer treatment regimes that are becoming available um, into the future. Um, and in addition to that, I completed an evidence synthesis project, which was um, analysing um, a whole range of clinical trials that have been completed in the past. And that again showed that there was no difference um, in treatment outcomes for those with personality disorder. So that, yeah, again, really highlighted the need um, for people with personality disorder to be included in research studies going forward. Mm. So I, I guess, would you say that um, it's not really an area that's really studied that often? with people with personality disorders? Yeah, yeah. So um, in the past, it has really tended to be excluded from really large scale studies, such as the Global Burden of Disease Study. Um, and that's that's been an oversight because uh, different research funding is directed to um, mental health conditions based on big studies like that and where they're finding prevalence for different conditions. Um, so if we can, yeah, shed more light on, on personality disorders going forward, then people with personality disorders are able to get um, more treatment and have better outcomes um, alongside those that have other mental health conditions. So, Yeah, well, it sounds like your work's um, been really an, an important contribution to, you know, the literature and, and, and the field of um, mental health um, in, in this particular area. And I guess, do you think there might be any wider implications that, that may come out of this research? Yeah, well, I think um, just contributing to the literature and adding these important findings to show that, you know, this is an area that really needs to be looked at. We need to develop more treatments. Clinicians need to be aware of this, these disorders. I think um, start, starting to add that to the literature and having other people um, realise that you know, this is an important area. Um, I think some of those uh, clinical implications for healthcare providers um, and healthcare planning um, have really come out of my research. So hopefully um, other people build on that and I've started to build on that as well um, since completing my PhD. Yeah. And so, and, and personality disorders, are they, is that sort of an area that you wish to stay in um, during your research career or would you like to look at other, other areas as well? Yeah, well, I'm really interested in, in mental health outcomes quite broadly. So since completing my PhD, I have uh, still looked at personality disorders. We've looked, I've looked at um, health literacy and social support, um, but I'm also really interested in rural mental health outcomes. So um, looking at uh, some translational projects for how people with uh, mental, con mental health conditions in rural areas can um, access more support. Um, so I'm definitely still interested in personality disorders, but um, interested in mental health more broadly and, and hoping to um, help yeah, anyone that um, has a mental health condition through my work. Yeah, yeah, well, it's definitely very important work. And I, I suppose like looking ahead, um, what are some of your goals for your research career looking forward? Yeah, sure. So I think uh, I'd still like to continue uh, working in um, this postdoctoral position for a while, I'd like to um, develop my own research program in the future, um, contribute to our rural, rural mental health projects um, and try and uh, rally more funding for rural, rural areas um, and, and doctors to uh, train and work in these rural settings because um, there does tend to be um, differences between mental health outcomes 
for those in rural and metropolitan areas. So if we can get more clinicians into these areas, we can improve outcomes for everyone. Um, so I'd really like to be involved in some of those um, translational and, and uh, projects that um, affect policy uh, going forward. Yeah, yeah. And, and that sounds like a, another really important area as well. Yeah, really helping people in those areas that sort of don't have as much support as, as we might in these, you know, metropolitan sort of areas. So yeah, yeah, yeah that sounds really exciting. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I'm sure that our, our Rotary audience um, will enjoy hearing about the outcomes from your research and, and where their donations have, have gone towards. I'm just wondering if maybe you could talk about how the Ian Scott PhD scholarship um, might have helped you personally in your research career. Yeah, sure. So um, I'd firstly like to thank the um, the Rotarians for contributing to my research funding. Um, it was really helpful to have that uh, financial backing throughout my PhD. Um, so that meant that I was able to complete my PhD full-time and do some casual work um, alongside a full-time uh, PhD project. Um, if I didn't have the funding that it would, it would have had to have been that I was working full-time and completing my PhD part-time, which would have been, um, it would have taken a lot longer and it would have been um, a little bit more challenging and a little bit more stressful, I think. So having support uh, from Rotary Health was really helpful in, in being able to um, get through my PhD project, um, yeah, in a full-time capacity, I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it definitely sounds like a, a, a big commitment doing a PhD. So, yeah, having having that extra support, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah absolutely. Yeah. It's very helpful. <laughs> Um, yeah, well, yeah, it's been really great to talk to you today, Bianca, about your research. And, and I, I suppose before we wrap up, was there anything that you would like to add? Um, not at this stage, just thanks so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. Um, it's really great to be able to talk about personality disorders and my research broadly. And thanks again for the support from Australian Rotary Health. Yeah, no worries. Well, thank you again for, for joining the podcast and yeah, sharing your research. It's yeah, it's been really interesting to hear about this area, like something that people don't really know much about. So yeah, thank you again. Thanks so much. That was the 54th episode of our podcast called The Research Behind Lift the Lid. It's always so inspiring to hear what researchers in Australia are doing to make a difference to mental health and how they are helping us on our mission to lift the lid on mental illness. If you can, please support important research like Bianca's by donating on the Australian Rotary Health website. Thank you for listening. Please join us again next time.